I spoke to James Cooper yesterday. He's a professor at the Californian Western School of Law and has 20 years experience working for reform of South American criminal law. And I asked him if we can have confidence in the Brazilian police. Well, absolutely. Uh, now, when it comes to foreigners, when I say absolutely, then it's absolute. And, and that's the thing, uh, particularly with respect to uh, what's been happening with the U.S. swimmers. Uh, most of the time, when <clears throat> normal cariocas, that is the people who live uh, in Rio de Janeiro, um, call the police, uh, the police don't come, or if they come, they don't investigate. Uh, but when a foreigner is involved, uh, and particularly in, 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 in these kinds of these two high-profile cases, the U.S. swimmers and uh, Mr. Uh, Hickey, um, you, you see the, the police not only acting really fast, but the, uh, there's a lot of political pressure for them to do so. So this is what uh, upset a lot of the, uh, the locals in Brazil, because, you know, if they call the police, nobody comes out, nobody cares. Um, but when, uh, when uh, foreigners are involved, uh, in the case of the U.S. swimmers, uh, as alleged victims, then they, you know, they, don't, they, they pull out all the stops to actually investigate. There are police who are um, uh, corrupt. There are police who are underpaid, and that's why uh, corruption is so rampant. Um, the repeatedly, uh, the police have uh, have been uh, impugned by by their behavior in terms of extrajudicial killings. Many of them are are paid um, under the table by by vendors, by street retailers, uh, to um, uh, assassinate uh, street children who have been uh, stealing from them. Um, to assassinate? Involved, the police have been involved in extrajudicial killings, yeah. That's awful. This happens all across Latin America. Uh, and because they're so poorly paid, uh, they're open to this. In fact, and I don't want to make it sound like it happens all the time. These are, these are, are rare situations. Uh, but it has happened. The Brazilian legal system uh, is, is notoriously slow, um, open to political influence. Um, uh, and uh, notwithstanding that, uh, there are oral trials. There is due process. There is uh, the ability to hear the evidence and the charges that uh, you are uh, being accused of. Um, and uh, there is a presumption of innocence. So they've got uh, a lot of the trappings, at least on paper, uh, through their, their myriad laws uh, that, that do exist on the books. Um, but sometimes, uh, or I should say even oftentimes, these things are not enforced. And for any legal system to be a truly functioning legal system, you need norms. Um, rules uh, that are based on those norms, and then institutions that can enforce those rules. And, you know, the Brazilian uh, Constitution is a, is a huge document. Uh, uh, the Brazilian laws, including environmental laws, uh, tax laws, are incredibly intricate and complex. Whether they're enforced or not is a whole different issue. Now, just on those three cases, um, if we take Pat Hickey's first, what I thought was astonishing was the fact that his arrest was televised, which was particularly unfortunate when he answered his hotel room naked. Um, now, the story given by the journalists who were in a position to, uh, to ha- take that footage was that, oh, their journalists acted on intuition and they just put two and two together and very cleverly just accidentally happened to be there when the arrest was being made. Would there be a history of police and media working together um, or is it plausible that that was entirely the very clever work of a particularly diligent journalist? Mm, I, I think that uh, uh, in this case, uh, there was uh, some sort of collaboration between the police and the media. I've <clears throat> been a member of the media in Brazil uh, some 20-odd years ago and have gone on police raids and have filmed um, defendants long before they were charged. So this is, this is common practice. And then the other... Um, an ongoing actual relationship... 
uh, what are called yellow journalists um, or the tabloid journalists um, traditionally have relations with the police. Uh, they work with each other. Uh, um, and uh, even very uh, acclaimed shows like Akia Gora, Here and Now, uh, which has played for decades in, in, in Brazil, um, you sometimes see journalists uh, uh, using themselves as, as hostages uh, and trading for, for kids in hostage situations. So there isn't a, a culture where the media uh, and uh, the, the police authorities uh, do work hand in hand. That's not always the case. Oftentimes um, they can be a loggerheads, uh, but I think you know it's, it's incredibly uh, conspicuous and uh, suspicious that the media were, were there when Mr. Hickey was arrested. And then the other aspect was the press conference that was held the next day. You had the police behind the desk and then almost on display were Mr. Hickey's passport, his return ticket back to Ireland and his um, IOC accreditation, you know, almost like spoils of their um, victory. Um, would that kind of ostentatious display be normal too? Would they always have those press conferences? Not always, but in high-profile cases, absolutely. You'll see uh, sometimes the takedowns of, of uh, uh, drug dealers in the favelas of shanty towns that ring uh, Rio de Janeiro or Sao Paulo. Oftentimes when uh, these uh, drug dealers, uh, or alleged drug dealers, I should say, are caught, um, even even before there's been a trial, they lay out all the evidence, and including a logo of whatever police brigade it was that caught them. Mm. What I thought was a bit more sinister was Kevin Mallon. He was the first Irishman arrested on August 5th and apparently caught in the act, they say, of selling these Olympic tickets um, at, at the incorrect prices. But he hasn't been seen since. He's been held while all this has been investigated. And as far as we know, up to this point, his own lawyers haven't been able to see him and have gone to the court with a habeas corpus writ. Would that be normal? It seems a bit sinister to me that someone can just be arrested and that's it. They're gone. Well, you know, this this happens right across Latin America. Um, Issues of preventive detention, for example, Uh, Brazil unfortunately, uh, leads uh, Latin America in terms of uh, cases of preventive detention. This is where you can put folks in for uh, uh, jail before the, uh, they've even been uh, charged uh, or while the investigation is going on. And uh, under the guise of it's, uh, uh, it could be a crime against the national economy or to guarantee public order. And that notion of in uh, Brazilian justice of what is public order, that stipulation uh, is, is incredibly flexible. Now, having said that, um, you've got to understand the Brazilian authorities. They take this stuff super seriously. They have been on the defensive uh, since they've been awarded the, uh, the games, really. And, uh, you know, the endless media stories of how the Olympic Village wasn't ready, the Australian team left because the, the, the showers, there was a leaky, you know, the, there was water near an electrical outlet and, 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 or, or, or the, the toxic waste and the superbugs that exist are in, in the, uh, the uh, waters around uh, Rio and around the games where uh, the various boaters, boaters uh, and the Olympians will have to uh, 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 compete, or, or the, uh, the various uh, robberies, um, the corruption scandals that have hit uh, the president. She's under in the midst of an impeachment uh, proceeding. Um, the Petrobras scandal. These folks have been just, just hammered. And so when you get, you know, northerners or westerners, however you want to say, people from the industrialized north, whether it's Ireland or the United States, um, uh, either uh, impugning the uh, Brazilian justice system or uh, taking advantage or unjustly enriching themselves, and, uh, allegedly in the case of, of Mr. Hickey and his co-conspirators, um, they got to take this stuff seriously. The Brazilians are no different than the Irish or the Americans or anybody else. They're fiercely nationalistic. Sovereignty matters. Brazil, unfortunately, suffers from uh, chronic um, poverty, um, notwithstanding the gains made under uh, the former president, Lula. 
uh, and uh, personal violence, uh, acts of violence, um, street crime uh, is rampant as well. That's been the, the narrative that has been endlessly uh, flaunted by the international media. These people weren't ready for it. There would be protests. There would be the subways weren't ready. The Olympic Village wasn't ready. You can understand why the Brazilian authorities are taking this stuff seriously. And do you think that's why they reacted um, so harshly to Ryan Lochte's claim that he had been held up at some point and that they went to the judge and got those other swimmers taken off the plane? You know, that they were absolutely determined to make it clear that this incident had never occurred and actually it was the swimmers themselves had committed a crime? Well, let's put it into context. I'm not so sure, Sarah, with all due respect, they acted harshly. Um, it is a, uh, a sovereign right to, uh, under the, both the territorial principle uh, and the uh, protective uh, personality uh, principle of jurisdiction, uh, to uh, investigate uh, crimes that occur on your territory, uh, especially ones that affect uh, your national pride or can impugn your, your, your very society, like uh, the, the uh, false claims we're learning that uh, the U.S. swimmers uh, uh, have provided both to the police and publicly. And it's a crime, uh, whether it's the vandalism, uh, the public urination, uh, or most importantly, the uh, filing of a false uh, uh, police report, which is a crime in most countries. Uh, this is that's serious stuff. When we say harshly, uh, they weren't gunned down <laughs> like uh, like street kids are uh, rarely, but uh, they're so harshly. Yes, there's an, uh, an up to three year um, prison sentence uh, that comes with the crime of, uh, of making a false uh, uh, police report. But remember. Part of this also was that it had gone to the public. So the other two, you know, they just had to be interviewed. And they, the, the two of the swimmers uh, were delayed uh, with respect to their departure by 24 hours. That's not a big deal. So I'm not sure I would use the word, word harshly. What I would say uh, about this is because um, Mr. Lochte actually went um, to Twitter, did some interviews on NBC and other major mass media uh, about this, that became the crime, to falsely um, accuse uh, the police, and because the, the the allegations were that the police were involved or people dressed up as police, that's a serious, serious issue. Now, generally, and the judge came out yesterday in the New York Times, the judge who's investigating this, and, and that's the other piece of the puzzle. It's a judge that does the investigation, not a public prosecutor, because this is a civil law tradition, not a common law tradition with respect um, to uh, to how the criminal system works. It's, it's more inquisitorial than it is uh, adversarial, something that we'd be used to uh, in Ireland or, or, or North America. Now, um, the judge actually came out and said, look, there's only going to be a, f- a fine. In fact, the, the, third, uh, the fourth swimmer, Mr. Fagan, I believe, uh, has agreed to pay uh, up to, an, I think it's almost $11,000 um, uh, for a fine uh, at, and, uh, as a charitable donation. As soon as he does that, he'll get his passport back. Uh, these people are not going to go to jail. These are, you mm. know, these are um, um, uh, coddled uh, uh, Olympic athletes who, unfortunately, uh, were, were drunk and out at 4 o'clock in the morning in the midst of a euphoric uh, victory lap uh, around Rio. And having uh, been in Rio and having uh, worked in Rio, l- let me say that nothing good happens to single guys at 4 o'clock in the morning in Rio when they're drunk. <laughs> And, you know, I can understand how they got involved in the initial scrape. But what on earth do you think was going on in Ryan Lochte's head to get up the next morning and go around and make all these claims about being held up? Well, you know, keep in mind, uh, uh, this, he's 32 years old. He's not a kid. He's not a kid. Um, 
and he's he's been through this routine before in the, in the Olympics and having won. Uh, but there's a I, I, this isn't my area, but there's a, there's a, but I, I I've I've uh, helped uh, professional athletes before with some of their legal issues. Um, they are uh, coddled from and 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 left in a permanent state of adolescence uh, um, because they're so great at their whatever athletic uh, prowess that they might might have. Um, and we don't hold them to the same uh, responsibility. In the States, you're seeing this uh, actually through Twitter uh, being used as an example of so-called white privilege, that had it been uh, um, athletes of color from the United States or anywhere else, um, that uh, the, uh, uh, the, the issue of, 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 uh, of lying w- would be much more uh, severe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're seeing people coming to their defense because they're Olympians and they're, uh, you know, this kind of frat boy mentality. It's not Daytona Beach. It's not spring break. It's not, uh, for your uh, listeners, it's not going down to Ibiza for a, a good laugh. Um, when, you say, when you accuse uh, uh, folks of acting as police and, and cocking a gun against someone's head, that's, and this is an issue of national pride. I think we go beyond issues of law here, Sarah, mm. and we have to understand that Brazil is incredibly nationalistic. Now, there's an inter- two interesting points that have not come out, I think, as, as well as they should have on this. Uh, the first is um, the service officers, the, the security officers, I should say, were part-time. Their regular jobs were prison guards, so they're sworn peace officers. Okay, um, They actually were police, not working in the function of the police, their official capacity, but working part-time because, again, police aren't paid a great deal in Brazil. Uh, so actually the police are involved uh, mm-hmm. in this, uh, uh, albeit um, in a, uh, outside their, their, their job. The second piece is they allegedly paid some $20, I can't remember how many, 100 real, reis, uh, which is the Brazilian currency, uh, to make this problem go away. Um, the idea that you'd be paying an expedited fine to anybody in Brazil and they would ever get to the people that it's supposed to get to, like the owner of the gas station, is ludicrous. The other, the other piece of it is, when you're robbed in Brazil, they don't take your wallet, take the money out and give you back the wallet generally. They take your shoes, they take your cell phone, they take your keys, they take your wallet. Um, you're lucky they don't take your life. Um, these kids uh, came back and there's a footage showing that they had um, <clears throat> their cell phones, their, wa- uh, their wallets uh, uh, with them and were goofing around. The, the thought that they could get away with this with, in, a, in an era of social media, of which they have benefited and from which they have benefited and, and used, um, like Ryan uh, Lochte in, in terms of uh, you know his his Twitter accounts and so forth, uh, this is ridiculous. These kids are just boneheads. Okay, and then finally, with respect to uh, Patrick and Kevin Mallon, who are both in custody, would you be confident that there there will be due process and that they will be treated properly? Absolutely, the world spotlight is on them. You will see them get far better justice than Brazilians would get. Or at least access to justice. Uh, uh, you know the fact that he was taken, that uh, Mr. Hickey was taken to the hospital. Uh, the fact that uh, the media following them around. Um, you will see incredible uh, attention to detail. I only wish that uh, the Brazilians who are uh, either victims of crimes or the alleged perpetrators should have the same uh, care uh, and uh, professionalism um, uh, that uh, the two Irishmen are are, are, are dealing with. And that was James Cooper, professor at the Californian Western School of Law. 